What's going on, folks? The Department of Justice just sentenced a man to seven months in prison for a 2016 election joke meme about voting. And they said that he was trying to trick black, brown, and woman voters. We're going to talk about it and we're going to look at it exactly in today's episode. Please stay tuned, folks. I'll show it to you right on the screen. Dream Rare Podcast. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Making sure Facebook and YouTube is here. We're going to get right into the story today. The Department of Justice has sentenced a man to seven months in prison for a 2016 election joke meme about voting in which they said he misled voters, even though people have already been showing proof on Twitter that other people, Hillary voters, were doing the same thing to Trump voters, but they're trying to charge or they are charging and throwing in prison now people for memes and jokes that are misleading, but only on one side. It sounds almost like I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. I even had to read the full story. So I'm going to bring it up to you on the screen and show you the exact justice.gov um, report that just came out within an hour that they're throwing this guy in prison for what he posted on Twitter. All right, let's read it. So this is right on the U.S. State's Attorney Office website. It says, social media influencer Douglas Mackey Sentence after conviction for election interference in 2016 presidential race, defendant attempted to trick voters into believing they could vote by text message. So Douglas Mackey was sentenced today by the U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly to seven months in prison for his role in the conspiracy to interfere with potential voters' right to vote in the 2016 election for the office of the President of the United States. Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn, was previously convicted of the charge of conspiracy against rights at trial in a federal jury in Brooklyn. Mackey was convicted of a charge in March 2023 following a three-week trial. One of the foundational rights we hold as Americans, a right that many fought so hard to obtain, is the right to vote. The defendant weaponized disinformation in a dangerous scheme to stop targeted groups, including black and brown people and women, from participating in our democracy, stated United States Attorney Peace. This groundbreaking prosecution demonstrates our commitment to prosecuting those who commit crimes that threaten our democracy and seek to deprive people of their constitutional right to vote. As proven at a trial by 2016, Mackey had established an audience on Twitter with approximately 58,000 followers. Wow. A February 2016 analysis by the MIT Media Lab ranked Mackey as one of the most significant influencers of the then upcoming presidential election. Between September 2016 and November 2016, Mackey conspired with other influential Twitter users and with members of private online groups, I guess it's not so private, to use social media platforms, including Twitter, to disseminate fraudulent messages that encouraged supporters of the presidential candidate Hillary Clinton to vote via text message or social media which was legally invalid. Uh, so what happened was 58,000 followers. I don't know what MIT is doing. They did the same thing with Russian disinformation. Is 58,000 followers more than zero? Sure. Is it more than the average person? Absolutely. Is it the most influential account? Wow, 58,000 followers on Twitter. I mean, this guy was really swaying the scales of the election. I mean, they could say that, but 58,000 compared to most of the other arena of thought is not really that significant, but they can pretend like it is. So he posted a meme that basically tricked people into not voting and being like, hey, why don't you vote by text message? So 
I guess, you know, if you thought you could vote by text, like they're, they're basically saying that they think that this stops people from voting because people looked at his meme and said, oh, I bet you could vote by text. Let me not go to the voting booth and I'm just going to text my vote to this number. But the thing is, people are already bringing it up. You had a blue check mark verified Twitter account from somebody that was verified at the time doing the same thing to Trump supporters and saying, hey, Trump supporters, why don't you vote by text? Like it's like a joke, but also like a, let's see how stupid these people are. Let's try to get them to vote by text. Ha ha. Trump supporters go vote by, vote by text. But the woman that did that and I don't even want to include the picture of that woman doing that because is that a charge? Am I going to go to prison for posting a picture of somebody misleading voters? Like, I don't know what I'm even allowed to do anymore. I mean, this is really a significant court case. It's a groundbreaking court case for sure that they're prosecuting and targeting Trump supporters for posting a misleading election meme to black and brown voters. But when a Democrat who happened to be Asian in the video that I saw or the, or the picture that I saw tries to mislead Trump supporters, then I guess that's okay though. So it's only groundbreaking on one side when other people, and I'm not trying to bring like race into this. I'm just saying they're saying black and brown and woman but what if a woman, you know, from a group does it to the other side? No, that doesn't matter. Let's read on because I do want to read the rest of this court case. For example, on November 1st, 2016, in or around the same time that Mackey was sending tweets suggesting the importance of limiting black turnout, the defendant tweeted an image depicting an African-American woman standing in front of an African-Americans for Hillary sign. The ad stated, avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925 and vote for Hillary and be part of history. The fine print at the bottom of the deceptive image stated, must be 18 or older to vote, one vote per person, must be a legal U.S. citizen of the United States, vote by text not available in Guam, Puerto Rico, Alaska, or Hawaii, paid for by the Hillary for president in 2016. The tweet included the typed hashtag, I'm with her, a slogan frequently used by Hillary Clinton. On or about and before Election Day 2016, thousands of unique telephone numbers texted Hillary or some deriv derivative to 59925 text number, which had been used in multiple deceptive campaign images tweeting, tweeted by Mackey and his co-conspirators. Several hours after tweeting the first image, Mackey tweeted an image depicting a woman seated at a conference room typing a message on her cell phone. The deceptive image was written in Spanish and mimicked a font Used by the Clinton campaign and authentic ads, the image also included a copy of the Clinton campaign logo and I'm with her hashtag. This case was investigated by the FBI. Um, listen, I'm not going to say this is the smartest idea to do or anything like that's not. I don't think it's a good idea to try to mislead voters. I don't think it's a good idea to fake be the campaign. But this is a groundbreaking court case where here's what I'm going to say. Where do you draw the line of this slippery slope? So this guy put together a campaign to try to mislead Hillary voters from, from voting in person and voting by text. Hillary voters did the same thing to Trump voters, but they don't get charged because the DOJ is completely biased, even though they'll pretend they won't. Okay, so that's already been kind of proven that the other side also did it, but you're not really investigating it because you don't think it's as big of a deal. Um, okay, well, now we see the bias and how you're rolling this out. With that being said, what can you and can't you do? Are you allowed to Photoshop Trump's head on Rocky and say vote for like what? You know, where does this stop? What do you guys think in the comment section? I don't think it's a smart idea to do what this guy did. I don't think it's ethical to really do it. 
Um, but this is a groundbreaking court case. I believe there's probably been tens of thousands of accounts that have purposely tried to mislead voters. And in fact, I would say that's what a lot of media literally does. You know, they pretty much try to get you to vote for somebody. They say, Trump is so bad. Trump's a racist. Trump's this, Trump's that. And they don't always tell the truth. Sometimes they lie. Sometimes they frame things out of context. Sometimes they use pictures of Trump or someone else that it doesn't even make sense. And they're basically misleading millions of people into thinking that it is something else. They, you know, take a picture out of context. They literally post misinformation and disinformation. And there's an information battle going on between the left and the right, the Republicans and the Democrats. And it's this constant battle of I'm right. No, I'm right. And what, where do you draw the line? Let me know in the comments. I think I'll read a few of yours. Do you think this guy should have been charged for seven months? Obviously, it's not smart to do what he did, and I don't suggest it for obvious reasons. I don't think it's uh, an ethical or good thing to do to try to mislead people from voting. But what's a joke and what's real? What's sarcasm and what's not? If you're a Democrat and you're saying, hey, you should vote for Trump, but by text message, to me, as somebody that voted for Trump in 2020, if someone's stupid enough to not realize that you can't vote by text, maybe they're too stupid to vote. You know what I'm saying? And same with the Democrat side. I understand that certain people maybe don't know, or maybe out of those thousands of text messages, maybe people were joking. Like do people, some people might not know that. I don't know. It's like, if I'm not smart enough to go to my voting booth and do the research to figure out where my voting thing is, I don't vote either. You know, now they have mass mail-in ballots. They make it easier, but still, you got to be smart enough to figure out where to drop the ballot off. Like I could just vote by mail and drop it off, put it on my head. And it's like, well, no, I got to put it in the mail or I got to mail it to the right place or I got to put it in one of the official Dropbox locations. Like, you know, there is a certain element to it where I do understand why they don't want people to do this. I don't think it's a smart idea to do what this guy did. But at the same time, if you're not smart enough to know that you can't vote by text, then, you know, is, is that worth a prison sentence because Democrats and Republicans are trying to trick each other? You know, they're, ha do this, do this. Okay, well, that guy's going to prison. You're not going to prison. And now the president's set. Really crazy stuff. And I want to say this too, because yesterday, you know, I did a video and I talked about how, you know, I'll just show you guys. It's just Haaretz that in Israel, they're planning to possibly seize property, arrest civilians, remove them from their homes and throw them in prison if they believe their information is harming national morale, right? I posted this after I did the video on Instagram, thinking I was doing people a favor, not just in this country, but in other countries, kind of being like, hey, they're using this war to throw people in prison if they disagree with national morale or harm national morale. And I learned something new yesterday, which I had no idea, is some people actually think it's okay to take people out of their homes and throw them in prison for harming national morale. I had a lot of Israeli followers that follow me say, Anomaly, you don't understand. This is fine. This is good. Abe Lincoln did this. Habeas corpus. You know, we threw people in Japanese internment camps in World War II, so that's okay. And I'm like, shit, I had, I thought maybe like I understand different countries are different. Like in China, they like locking people inside. And in Russia, you can't disagree or whatever. And I guess in Israel, they're cool with it too. Some people are, some people aren't. But I had no idea. I, I thought a lot of people didn't want to be dragged out of their homes and thrown in prison and have their property seized for harming national morale, which is wildly, wildly broad, a broad statement that could be a vote, uh, applied to anything. Um, but apparently a bunch of my conservative Israeli followers 
they they disagree. They're like, no, shut up. You don't understand our country. This is great. We want to do this. And then I even had some Christian Americans be like, this is good. We need to drag communists out of our home. It's like, what if they think you're the communists, though? There's a really slippery slope on both sides. And I feel like both sides really don't understand what, what they're doing. If you give Biden's attorney general the power, they just take it. It's not like you have an opinion to throw someone in prison over a misleading meme. What if Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or the quote unquote fascist that you think they're not, but you get what I'm saying? Do you want to give Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis the power to throw you in prison for a misleading meme? So if the left doesn't stand up against this tyranny that they're doing to Trump supporters, it's going to happen to them eventually. And there's going to be a corrupt Republican in office who's going to throw them in prison for saying something. It's absolutely a slippery slope. And Democrats need to snap out of the propaganda and realize anything that we justify doing to Trump supporters, we do to ourselves. You know, they're lucky that when they storm the Capitol or they freak out at Brett Kavanaugh or they break windows, for some reason, they don't get thrown in prison as much. You know, they're very fortunate that their side of politics has favor and Republicans like, you know, as much as they say about Trump, he wasn't that tyrannical with his power. He wasn't running around throwing people in prison. If anything, Trump was like too liberal in some ways. You know what I'm saying? He tried to be like the nice guy and clearly it didn't work out. But in general, like, do you want to give Trump the right to throw you in prison for protesting Brett Kavanaugh in the Capitol? So if you justify what's happening to, I'm not talking about people who actually committed crimes. They're basically just like expanding the charges and trying to get everybody they can, even people that didn't even do that much. And same thing with this. So what I'm watching is a total like uh, a total mind warping of both sides because they're fighting each other so much. They're now justifying their own demise. The left wing probably will be nowhere to be found to stand up for this guy, Douglas Mackey, who's going to prison for doing what Democrats also did. And when the pendulum swings back and hits Democrats with that same type of tyranny, and now a joke that you made that you thought was sarcasm or whatever is a meme, but now it's considered a warping an election. You know, it's a very slippery slope. And then on the right, if you justify seizing people's property and, and throwing them in prison because they're anti-Israel or communist or whatever, like eventually that pendulum is going to swing on you because what what does it mean to be what? Like, if how are you harming national morale? If you disagree with Biden, is that harming national morale? If Biden wants to start a war in uh, Ukraine and you disagree, are you harming national morale? Do you need your property seized? Like, do people even think? And if Republicans don't understand, if you label all Palestinian protests, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist protests, do you want the same standards for your country? If Obama drone strikes a hospital, do you want America protests to be shut down? If George W. Bush starts a war in Iraq, can we not protest in favor of him? Uh, if Trump supporters, some of them commit a crime at the Capitol and now you can't rally for Trump because they've decided that that's pretty much just a terrorist affiliated because all Trump supporters are January Sixers, the same way all Palestinian protesters are pro Hamas. Like both sides are not really thinking about what's going on. But today I want to focus on the story of, you know, the Trump supporter going to prison for seven months because he posted a vote this way, vote by text meme as a joke to probably mislead voters in the same way that the left misleads voters. And I'm not saying it's a good idea. Like you probably can't just like put up a sign and say, oh, this is an official Dropbox. Like I, I get I get the dynamic of what maybe they're thinking. It's like if I were just to be like, oh, this is an official Dropbox and post your votes here. And then people dump their votes in a box and it was really a garbage can. 
that's probably illegal, right? And, and, and doing that physically is illegal. Misleading voters are going to a voting booth and being like, hey, go vote over here and then throwing their votes in the trash. That's illegal. So I understand that I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm just trying to basically be as like reasonable as I can. I understand where they're coming from from this, where it's like you can't you can't just make a fake Dropbox and you can't just fake the vote and lie to people. But I think that especially since this was done in 2016 and it was not just done by this guy, but it was done by Democrats, too. I think it would have been ethical for the DOJ to basically tell people since it's already nine years old or eight years old, listen, the Internet's new. Memes are new. Technology's new. Jokes, sarcasm, like, you know, misleading people. Like what what is, you know, people mislead people when they post AI images of Trump shooting guns out of a car. They're like, wow, he's so cool. It's not even real. It's an AI image. I'm just saying in general, like, isn't an AI image misleading when you Photoshop Trump's face on Rocky? Isn't that misleading? If you Photoshop Joe Biden's face on the devil, does, is that now misleading people? Because Joe Biden's not really the devil, although that's unproven. You get what I'm saying? Like, where do you draw this line? I understand that the DOJ wants to say you can't make a fake ballot box and you can't just lie to people and try to trick them out of voting. Okay. Should you have maybe like told that to people? Because in 2015 and 2016, I wasn't doing that. But in general, people, these are like new rules, new things. People don't know what they're doing. You know, it's the internet. It's it's like people have Facebook. They're just posting shit. They're joking. They think it's funny. Like, I don't think they were really trying to destroy people's right to vote. I just think it's a sneaky tactic for sure. But like, shouldn't you explain this to people and be like, listen, this is no longer allowed. You know, we'll give you a slap on the wrist or maybe like, couple days or something, not seven months. Like, you know, there's people who have like done atrocities to people and gotten less time. So, you know, if they really cared, which they, they obviously don't, they would say, hey, here's the line of what you can and can't do when it comes to misleading election voters and trying to trick people out of voting. This is the rule. Now follow it, everyone. Not, we just charge you. We don't charge you. And now you're going to prison and, and you know, you make an example out of that guy. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to end on this note. I would say in general, God bless you. I appreciate you. I think the left is making a grave, grave error, not understanding how this is going to bite them in the ass. And I think, honestly, the right is making a grave error, not understanding a lot of the stuff like when they're in, knee deep in the war propaganda. What you think they're going to do is not what they're going to do. Just because they tell you extremist, extremist, terrorist, terrorist, read the legislation. Okay. And I'm going to end on this note. And I had a great Insta live where I talked about it when it came to the pandemic. And I was able to see two years ahead of people like Ben Shapiro and all these other talking heads. It's not random. Okay. If you're following the characters, if and this is the best example I could give. If you're following Donald Trump, the character, or you're following Joe Biden, the character, or you're following Ron DeSantis, the character, and you're following Nancy Pelosi, the character, and I'm following the legislation, it would be like a WWE show where I have the script. I'm telling you, Hulk Hogan's going to win by a choke. He's going to beat Rey Mysterio. And then it happens. You go, Anomaly, how did you know? Are you a prophet? No, I read the WWE script and you're just cheerleading characters. You like Trump or you hate Trump or you like Biden or you hate Biden or you, you like DeSantis or you hate DeSantis. So you're following the character and I'm reading the script. And all I'm going to say with this sort of stuff when you hear all these people like Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro and Trump and DeSantis and all of them, and they say, terrorists, terrorists, extremists, extremists, we need to shut down protests because they're all Hamas. That's what they're saying. You're following the character. I'm reading the script. 
So that's why I'm going to be right and you're going to be wrong in seven months because you're like, oh, no, they're not going to shut down all protests. They're just going to shut down terrorist protests. Well, what does the legislation say? What did Trump pass through executive order in 2017, 2019 on college campuses? Most nine out of 10 people that'll argue with me, they don't even know that Trump passed legislation in 2019 an executive order on college campuses to essentially make it semi quasi illegal to boycott or protest a foreign country. So I'm reading the WWE script. You're following the character. I'm five years ahead of you. What did Ron DeSantis pass in 2019 through schools? And when he passed that through schools, what is the definition of the hate speech word that you think that you're going to get the bad guys with. Like, I've read all this stuff. I've read the script. You're following the character. I know that Hulk Hogan is going to win because I read it four years ago. So I'm just saying in general, be very aware when you hear like the left will be like, we're getting Trump, we're getting Trump. But they're really passing legislation that's going to be used against left wingers. And then the right's like, we're going to get the terrorists. We're going to get Hamas. But then the legislation says a lot more than just that. Don't follow the character follow the script. And when you follow the script and the legislation that they're passing, it means what it says. If they say one thing and the script says another thing, it's not what they say. It's what they do. It's the same with business. You know, I've been offered contracts for music, for, for newscasting before. It's not what they say to me on the phone. It's not what they say to me in person. It's not what they promise me. It's what's in the contract. What they say means nothing if the contract says something different. That's the reality of business. And politics is exactly the same. It's not what they say. It's what they do. And they always say the most extreme version of something. All, all Trump supporters are terrorists. Oh, my God, they're trying to destroy democracy. And now a meme is illegal. And now you might go to prison in four years because you support a Democrat and Bernie Sanders and you made a joke. And now you're in prison. You know what I'm saying? So don't follow what the left is saying about Trump and Trump supporters. Follow the legislation and what they're prosecuting. Same with on the right. Don't follow these blowhard talking heads shield dummies that are just screaming the most extreme version of everything happening, read what they're doing and what they're trying to shut down. Because if you make the justification that this equals this equals this, so everybody's a terrorist, they're going to do it to you. And the left and the right, it's like two wings of the same bird flying towards hell. It's like the left is crushing these liberties. The right's crushing these liberties. Both sides are acting like children and the bird's not flying straight anymore. So, you know, everybody's got to do a little bit of waking up. Obviously, uh, this attorney general seems gung-ho about being a little unfair with who he's prosecuting and not. But that's just a little friendly word of advice. I trust you guys. Everybody's intelligent. Do your own research. You know, question me, question everybody, you know, counter what I'm saying to what they're saying and, and come to your own conclusions. But me personally, I understand why they don't want people to mislead voters. It makes total sense. But if they really wanted to be fair, they either would have charged both sides for doing it, which they didn't, or just explained the like, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like we, the internet's so new that like these people probably had no idea if they would have known they would have went to prison for it, they would have made a different joke or had a different strategy. It's like, if I make a video and say, you know, Trump is really, really good vote for him. I'm trying to get Trump to win the election. If they say Trump's a piece of garbage vote for Hillary, they're trying to get Hillary to win the election. So it's like everybody in some ways is trying to get people to vote. They're trying to get certain people to turn out and they're trying to demoralize certain people to not turn out. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but, you know, maybe if they really cared, they would have said, you can't do this anymore. You know, don't do this instead of throwing a guy in prison for seven months over a meme that isn't um, applied to the other side when they literally did it in that election too. crazy, crazy stuff. 
I pray that Americans wake up and uh, figure this stuff out because as long as the left keeps fighting the right and as long as people are idolizing or hating politicians instead of following the script, I see this trend continuing, um, but I know a lot of people are waking up, so I see a lot of good signs as well. God bless you. I appreciate you. I just want to let you guys know I have beanies, I have sweatshirts, and I have long sleeves for the fall and winter made in America. God is great. God bless. A few different designs left. Check it out. I appreciate everybody supporting, and uh, I'll be back with more videos soon. And I wrote, if you want to read the legislation, if you go to my Facebook page or my Twitter page, streamrare.com, S-T-R-E-A, streamrare.com, you get it. Um, I wrote the article about that sentencing, and I kind of have pretty much most of what the Justice Department said about it, if you want to read it for yourself. Appreciate you guys. God bless. Have a good one. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me, support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping this show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser, stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed every day or every week. Week, it's annoying so i don't do it stay in touch with me.com it helps me take back some power away from big tech telegram t.me slash dream rare chat or at dream rare chat due to censorship i post all my live stream and videos there sometimes i have some bonus content and i try to give people a heads up when facebook or youtube won't dream rare chat at telegram my instagram is at dream rare thanks for everybody following there for shorter content and dream rare links.com that's dream rare links.com has all my stuff my podcast on spotify apple podcast my music on spotify and apple my rumble page my bit shoot and gab page all my links are found at dreamrarelinks.com thanks for watching folks god bless you you already know i'll be back with more content soon appreciate you